episode of the Ready Set Disney podcast. This is the episode you've been dying to hear. It is our uh, uh, coming of age story with Genie Plus. As always, I have my wife with me. She doesn't like my coming of age. Say hi, kid. <laughs> Hello. Um, so we just got back from Disney uh, shortly, a week ago, and we, for the uh, sake of the uh, the. 37 people that listened to the podcast um, splurged and got Genie Plus because we needed to give it another shot because our first, if you've ever listened to the show, you know we have not, we did not have a good experience with Genie Plus the first and only time we tried it. It it left an awful taste in our mouth. So we decided we were going to do it this time no matter what. We were going to use it for both Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios. Um, And to sort of set the table, we will say it wasn't super busy. No, not at all. Which is why I am... Oh, don't, 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 don't spoil it yet. Okay. Okay. All right, wait. Okay. So having said that, even though it wasn't super busy, busy, we still used genie plus for magic kingdom Mm -hmm. which i don't know if we would have done that with uh if it wasn't for the podcast we probably would not have spent the money probably not we would have done the lightning lanes yes yeah yeah a hundred percent we would have done the lightning lanes but i don't know that we would have spent the money just for that because we are so familiar with magic kingdom Mm -hmm. and we've done so much there and there's so much stuff that we can do Mm -hmm. that if something we wanted to go on had a really crazy line we would do something else or we would break off and i would take mj and we'd do something and you and caleb could go do something so there's there's so many other options for us at magic kingdom i don't know that we would have done it there so we only visited three parks. We only mm-hmm. we skipped Animal Kingdom this time. And we skipped, believe it or not, doing Genie Plus at Hollywood Studios. Why? No. Well, I mean, at Epcot. Epcot. Why did we do that? Well, what was the thought behind that? Well, there's not a ton of rides at Epcot. Um, you know, there's, there's no reason to use Genie Plus on Figment. There's no reason to spend money for Pixar shorts or for Turtle Talk with Crush or Nemo. Those rides don't get a big line. Again, unless it's Christmas or Thanksgiving where it doesn't matter what the ride is. It doesn't even have to be a ride. There's just a line to, there's a line to use the bathroom. There's a line for everything. Yeah. But for the most part, in Epcot, the stuff that's gonna be a wait would be test track yeah frozen ratatouille mm, and, and guardians you don't have an option yeah, right now yeah it's guardians is only, only virtual soren can get a line soren can yes but i feel like spaceship earth can get a line we you, saw that yeah but you know what five minutes later spaceship earth yeah. had nothing and yeah, caleb I and i walked on yeah so it's one of those things like spending one day there, we definitely knew like we could hit what we needed to yep. without having to spend the extra money. Yeah, so we, we definitely would not have done the uh, Genie Plus at Magic, Magic Kingdom 
had it not been for we were really Probably just trying not. to research it and uh it was a good strategy because it gave us a chance to test it before yeah. we got to Hollywood too. That was what I also liked yep. about it. It was the day before Hollywood, which is where we really wanted to put it to work. I think it also depends on what you're looking for out of Genie Plus. Like, we are not at a stage where our kids are looking to do character meets. Right. But if you really uh-huh. have kids who want, Genie Plus can help you to meet a Why lot of princesses. Why do you say that? Because you do Genie Plus, you get in to see you can Genie oh, Plus for yeah. Elsa and Anna. Oh, that's or, right. Yeah, yeah. I'm so know, unfamiliar with it. I totally forgot about right. that. I or got you. even I see Mickey saying. and Minnie at Town Hall Square. Yeah. Like, if you're really looking to get, it's not just rides that are going to be supported by Genie Plus. And depending on what your must dos are, yeah. it can help you with more than just rides. Okay. Yeah. 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 You're 100 percent right. Yes. Um, so, so uh, we spent our first day at Epcot. We didn't use Genie Plus. We pretty much got on everything we wanted to get on mm-hmm. at Epcot. And this is how slow it was. We purchased Guardians and the, the lightning lane for it, the individual lightning lane for it. And we got a virtual queue for it. Yes, but you only ended up going on once. Right. But we, what was yeah. the reason for that? I don't remember. Uh, Did we miss it because of a reservation? They were, yeah, they were so close together. We were eating. We had dinner at Teppanito. or we lunch. Early. Early. Um, but we, uh, it uh, the ride threw us for a loop, the first one, and then MJ was like, I need a little time in between. That's right. He didn't And we right. only had like 30 minutes, and you only have a 30-minute window yep. on that virtual queue. Um, but we got to go on it, so that was the mm-hmm. biggest part of it. So, and if you're someone who's not bothered by it, then you know you could potentially work it out yeah. so that you've got it twice. Right. Yes. Uh, but again, it was a really slow time mm-hmm. in the parks, and that's why I was giving that example that we could have gone on Guardians twice. That's what you were looking at in terms of volume in the park. Yeah. Um, so we didn't use it for Epcot. We used it the next day at Magic Kingdom. We. What was your experience? What What What, what were your thoughts? So, um, I definitely think that it can be useful in okay. certain scenarios. Um, you know, we're in an interesting spot. You know, if people have listened before, they know we utilize a wheelchair. So, it changes the game for a couple of rides for us. Like, yeah. we didn't need to use it to get on the Jungle Cruise. Right. Because Jungle Cruise doesn't have an ADA compliant queue right so when you go over to jungle cruise and you have a wheelchair or a scooter yeah they're just gonna give you a return time in like 30 minutes or yep. something so whatever is sit- posted as generally time, yeah right? i feel like there was a 45 minute posted and they got us back in within 30 but it's close yeah yep. they're not gonna make, tell you to come back in an hour and a half yeah. two hours yep. like so we didn't need to use it for jungle cruise that is something that you know, if we didn't have that availability, we definitely would have wanted yep. Yep. to use it for. Um, you know, I'm curious when they reopen Splash, if they're going to change anything in terms of the ADA All right. yeah, compliance. Yeah. Because for the first time ever, we went to do the same thing for the Haunted Mansion. Right, and that to, changed. To yeah. give a, get a return time, and they were like, oh, nope, you can take that all the way through. So we did end up needing to use yep. the Genie Plus for Haunted Mansion. Yeah. Um, 
you know, I think, I think the modifying, being able to modify your reservations definitely was a game changer. All right, so people have no idea what that means. So what does that well, mean to modify to our previous episode? They modify did. your reservation. What does that mean? So essentially when you buy Genie Plus, you want to pick, you know, you can only book one ride at a time yeah. for your Genie Plus. You want to pick the ride that's most important to you to get on. Mm-hmm. Whatever time pops up, you grab it. And then after you have it secured, you can go in to your app and click modify and keep swiping down. Yep. And it will keep refreshing your screen. Yep. And it will pop up with new times. So you're fully in. You've got the time that you booked. But if you want something sooner, you absolutely can get it. We did it with um, Big Thunder. Yeah. You sat for a couple of minutes. It was probably five minutes that you sat on a bench while the kids were having ice cream or something. And you literally for five minutes just kept swiping. And all of a sudden, we had 30 minutes earlier yeah. for a Big Thunder reservation. Yeah, that was one of the things that we, we learned pretty quickly was um, it takes some consistency. You can't open up the app and attempt to modify with, like, 10 swipes. No. Sometimes. Sometimes you can. You can get lucky. Yeah, but, but you it, it's a 5 to 10 minutes of consistently refreshing that screen which is a pain in the ass yeah it, it totally can be but you know so we uh, i've started watching this ear scouts guy mm-hmm. um and you know he he says it right he's like all right so you're standing in line your kids are sitting and eating ice cream yeah. we were literally just kind of taking a break so it wasn't like i was walking through the parks looking at my right. phone swiping down bumping into people stopping in the middle of the walkway that's yeah, not please what we, don't be that person yeah, that's not what we were talking step about. step to we the were, side drink some water and we swipe. were we were sitting on a bench and so i just kept swiping so it does take five to ten minutes of committed time just consistently re-swiping refreshing the phone for you to get mm-hmm. at times bumped up what i was shocked at was you know, so I, I mentioned the Air Scouts guy. He talks about all the time about how he has all these stacked reservations. Like he's got three or four. Right. We never got to that point, which was a little surprising to me. I think because we're very picky about what we're we're, we're looking for. If He might be stacking reservations because he is just trying to grab anything and everything for research purposes. Where we're looking and going... I don't give a crap about that ride, so right. I'm not going to try to get a reservation for so, it. So let's talk about, we got up first thing in the morning. Let's talk about that process, what we did to get everything it's all set. in the ass. Yeah, 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 yeah. So go ahead. Please, Disney, change the 7 a.m. Yeah. rule. Oh, my God. Uh, because it does. So what's the 7 a.m. rule? The 7 a.m. rule is if you are buying Genie Plus for that day, you don't get to buy, well, you can buy it at 645. You can right. pay for it after midnight. Yes, it's after midnight. Um, but to book your first Genie Plus experience, you and everybody else that paid for Genie Plus are all trying at 7 a.m. to book Genie Plus. Right. Um, to, to book a ride. So it can it can bog down the system sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and... You know, we, we went at it from, 
you were trying and I was trying and whoever grabbed a time first, right. whoever got through, a good tip was yep. don't use hotel Wi-Fi. Yes. Yeah, that Turn was off one. your hotel Wi-Fi and use your data because yep. it works faster than everybody who's trying to use the hotel Wi-Fi. The, uh, the other tip I liked was that we um, – you, you go through and you set up what rides and stuff is important to you. And uh, our, our friend over at Air Scouts was like, just pick one. Pick that one mm -hmm. thing you want to go on. So we picked that one. And when you do that, what it does is it pins it to the top of your screen. So at 6.57 when you keep refreshing your phone and you're waiting for it to pop up, you don't have to scroll right. alphabetical order to find to it. Find it. Right, because if you're happened, looking for Seven Dwarves Mine Train, you right. got to scroll through Right, everything. so what you do is you pin Seven Dwarfs. You only pin Seven Dwarfs because if you pin Seven Dwarfs and Big Thunder and uh, uh, Aladdin, well, Seven Dwarfs is after all of those because it's going to put those three mm -hmm. in, alphabetical, in, alphabetical in alphabetical order. So you're still going to have to end every second counts. We've talked yep. about that a hundred times. So just picking that one ride that you want to go on is huge. Get it as quick as you can. That was the other thing that um, that we learned. You know, even if it's a one o'clock time for Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, grab it. Right, grab it, then and then you modify. Yeah, and then you try to move that time down. Okay, so we got up at seven. We got our first reservation. Then what did we do? Got ready and got out of the room. Right. Headed to the parks. Um. Most of the parks were opened because we were staying on property. We're open by 8.30. Um, Hollywood Studios was actually open at 8. Yep. So if you're up at 7 and you're getting everybody dressed and yep. you want to get to the bus by 7.30, quarter of 8 for an 8.30 park open yep. anyway. Yep. So, I mean, you're not getting up too much Early, if you're planning on going for park open, yep. you're not getting up too much earlier than you normally would anyway. Yep. Um, but it's just the inconvenience of every single person in the park is trying to do the same thing you yep. are at yeah. the exact same moment. Yeah. So then once you have that first one booked and you modify it or whatever – um, how do you then make further reservations? So it depends what comes first. It depends if you scan in for that first reservation yeah. or if it's two hours after park opening. Whichever comes first, then you get to make a new reservation. So if the park opened at 8.30 and you have a 9.15 Genie Plus the minute you scan in for that Genie Plus, you can get on and you can book your next Genie Plus. If your first experience isn't until 1030, yep. then two hours after park open, you can go in and you can make your, your next reservation. So we'll, a perfect example of that is on Saturday we did Hollywood Studios. Um, and we got up bright and early, went through the process. We got an 8.45 boarding time for Slinky Dog. So that even though we made the reservation at 7, which meant we technically couldn't make the next reservation until 9, when we scanned – why are you shaking your head no? 
No, it's not two hours after you make your first reservation. It's two hours after park open. Oh, right, 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 right. So you technically shouldn't be able to make your next reservation until 11 because the park opened at 9, right? So, um, but because our first reservation stand at 8.45, you could immediately make another reservation. So on top of the fact that you're staying at a – the park doesn't open until 9, I already have a reservation before the park opens, and I I get to make another reservation literally before the park opens. Oh, that was the day. I don't think um, – because we got an 845. Remember we found out after the fact that the park actually opened at 830 that day? No, it opened at 8 that day. Well, it opened opened at 8 for people staying on property. Opened to general public at 8.30. Oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe you're right. So that's why you could get an 8.45 because I don't think normally it's going to give you a A time before the park park actually opens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might be right. But either way. Yeah. Yes. You know, you wouldn't have been able to make – if the park opened at 8.30, you wouldn't be able to make another reservation until 10.30, right. but you had an 8.45. Right. So immediately immediately at 8.45, you could make another reservation. Yeah, we were able to. So so that was what, to me, was so um, beneficial about it was uh, being able to modify the time. Um, I was really surprised that uh, even if you do a virtual queue, so we did a virtual queue for Tron, not an individual lightning lane. We did a virtual queue for Tron. I really like, we stumbled on this approach to it, which I thought was really helpful. So there's four people in our family, two go on things, two don't go on things. So what we did is we split up two and two. We did two virtual queues for Tron for each group. One for me and MJ, one for you and Kayla. And then we played around and moved because we had dinner reservations mm-hmm. that re- night. We actually kept bumping because our MJ and I wanted to go on Tron at night. And the original t- uh, boarding group that we had was like 90 something. Right. And the problem with the boarding groups is it doesn't tell you an yeah, estimated time. Yeah. Only it for just- Tron. So it did for Guardians. Oh, did it? Yes. Guardians told you because we were like, oh, yeah, we should be done with dinner because I think we were like 6.05 or something was our boarding group for Guardians. Said, you're this boarding group. Your estimated time is like 6.05. So it did give us one for Guardians. It didn't give us one right, for Tron. Right, didn't tell us for and Tron. And I said to you, it's probably because Tron is a month Old, they mm-hmm. they probably don't have enough data to estimate right, to exactly how how, long. how quick they can yeah. turn people. Yeah, over. so I think they'll get there eventually. Um, so just be aware of that. Right now, you get an estimated time for Guardians. You do not get an estimated time for Tron. Um, but what was I saying? Being able to switch. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. only works if not everyone in your yes. party is trying to get on the ride. If everyone in your party is trying to get on the ride. Um, it's a little different. Right. But again, uh, you being able to move. So we wanted to go on Tron at night. And it was like, okay, so we have two separate reservations. We'll move one of them because if we lose it, we still have another opportunity to go on the ride. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's a good strategy in that regard because 
we moved it several times. MJ and I moved ours with yours as the backup. We moved it back down. Then we used yours and moved it back further mm -hmm. because we had the other one as a backup. So we used A because we had B as a backup. A dropped. And then we moved B because we had A as a backup. And so we kept doing that. So if you really want, if all four of us wanted to go on it and we wanted to go at night, you could do that to get to the nighttime. And it's very cool to ride it at night. Mm -hmm. Not going to lie to you. Um, so it was worth it. But I like that strategy uh, if you're going on something and you want to uh, manipulate the actual time that you're going on it and you have a little bit of flexibility. Um, that was interesting. Um, and that was another strategy that we utilized just to give you and MJ opportunity to ride something bigger more than once. Yeah, right. Is like Caleb and I aren't going to do the big roller coasters. Right. Caleb and I don't need our magic bands to get on the People Mover and Buzz Lightyear. Yep. So we would give you and MJ, we would book, you and MJ would have a time. Yep. And then Caleb and I would have a separate time. Yep. We would just give you our magic bands. You'd scan in with our magic bands and you'd go on twice. Yeah, right, yeah. And so um, that was the other thing that we uh, stumbled upon. So you can't book a Genie Plus ride twice. Yes. Thoughts on that? I get it. It, it stinks yeah. as someone who wants to go on the ride more than once. But I get it that they're trying to make it so that people aren't clogging up the system. Yeah. And, you know, if the only ride you're there to go on is Big Thunder, yeah. then you take all of the available G yeah. pluses but you know it it gives everybody a fair shake yeah at one opportunity to wait in line in a shorter line and then you got to join the the rest of the right. the right. minions yep. if you want to go on again and i noticed it more I, when we were at magic kingdom i was like this is stupid like there's so many rides at magic kingdom why can't i go on buzz twice like, nobody's really dying to go on Buzz. But then we flipped, and we were at Hollywood Studios, and I was like, damn, I wish we could go on Slinky Dog again. But me and everybody else in that park, right? Because mm -hmm. there's 12 rides there. There's not really much to do at Hollywood Studios. So that was where I thought to myself, I see. Because you would you'd just go back and forth between Slinky, Toy Story Mania, uh, uh, mind, uh, uh, Runaway Rail, that's pretty much it, right? I mean, that's that's what you're doing there. So you, know, you go into Star Wars, you go into Tower of Terror, rock and roller coaster when it's open. Yeah, but again, none of it, two of those we don't really do. Yeah, so that was um, that was uh, I get it, I totally get it. But I think at Magic, I think you could be a little more flexible with it. I just don't know how logistically you'd work it out. But I think you. Could I'm do it. trying to remember back to fast to pass? fast pass. I feel like you could. I'm pretty sure you could get a fast pass for the same ride more yeah. than once. Yeah. And you know, I just I stand by my thoughts from months ago. Like Disney, please just go back to the system you had in place for fast pass. It worked. If you want to charge me for it, charge me for it. Right. And what but do you mean by that? Because isn't that what Genie Plus is sort of? No. Why? Because with FastPass, 60 days in advance, 
I could, or 60, 90, I don't even know. I lost track of what it was. But either way, ahead of time, I could book three fast passes. You were guaranteed three. Yeah. And then after you used all three. Yeah. Whatever was still available, luck of the draw that day in the park, you could stack, you could do whatever, you could add them to your... After you scanned into your third one. Correct. But you could have one at 10 in the morning, one at 2 in the afternoon, one at 6 at night. So it's very possible you but wouldn't you get another one after you could modify those six. too. I don't think you could... I don't remember modifying them. You could, you could try to change them. So interesting. So glad you brought that up. I love this about the new system. We literally had a virtual queue for uh, Guardians at 5.55. And then we had a lightning lane for the individual lightning lane for Guardians at like 6.05. Mm-hmm. We had multiple times where we had Haunted Mansion at 4 o'clock and Jungle Cruise or Pirates at 4.10. You could never do that right. with fast pass. With your window, right. You had an hour. So if you were Dumbo from 12 to 1, you could not book, book anything else anything. from 12 to 1. And, it, and it's like, but it's going to take me 10 minutes to get on Dumbo. I'm going to go on Dumbo right away. Why can't I book something for 1230? It was so frustrating. So that, I think, is a huge improvement that mm-hmm. they've made. I don't think it was as easy to modify from the phone as the new... Well, no, you weren't mm. modifying necessarily... Although you did use My Disney Experience um, for FastPass. You yep. definitely did. Um, because I had stumbled on, at one point years ago, there was a website, I can't remember if it was all the years or who it was, that on any given day would show you the list of all of the available fast pass times oh. for any given ride. Oh wow, I didn't know and that. And that's why you knew like, oh, I can drop this fast pass yep. cuz I can go in. That was the thing about fast pass that I liked that I dislike about Genie Plus is that you could select your times. So if you know I've got dining Dinner. reservations. Yep, 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 yep. You're not stuck with just whatever's available. Genie Plus only gives you the next available. It doesn't look yeah, yeah, true. hours on into the day. So, like, again, we wanted Tron at night. Or even if you want to go on Big Thunder at night yeah. because it's a different experience. Yep. You can't, at 1 o'clock in the afternoon, book an 8.30 p.m. Right, right. ride on Big Thunder. You've got to wait. You've got to take whatever's available and then keep modifying all the way. And now you're clogging up an opportunity to scan in somewhere and take another reservation in the hopes that you can get on at the time that you want later at night. So that's the one thing I dislike. So let me bring up, that makes me think of two different things. So one, when you modify... If you get a, if I, I make a reservation at 10 o'clock in the morning and it's not until a two o'clock time slot for me to jump on that ride. If I go in or at four, let's say four o'clock I, at 10 o'clock in the morning, I make a reservation for four o'clock to go on something. If I go on at 1130 and I modify that reservation, my two hour window to book another one doesn't restart 
because I made that that um, initial reservation or uh, a sign, whatever it is, because I made it at 10, even if I modify it to 11.30, I'm still two hours from 10 to make my next one, right? Well, one o'clock, I guess, is a better one. So if I move it from four to one, I can still make another reservation at 12 o'clock, even though I modify it 11.30 in the morning. It doesn't mean it bumps to 1.30. So that's one thing. The other thing I wanted to mention was when you modify, you can modify to anything else, right? So if I'm trying to move up my time for a particular ride or I'm trying to push back my time, I can, it gives you a list. Here's the new time if you want to change that. Or here are or other things. Experience. Yeah, other experiences that you could pick that would fit in that. So, again, to your point, so if you looked at the list and you said, oh, Big Thunder, I can make an eight o'clock reservation tonight, you could click on that and change it completely. And it doesn't count as you making a reservation for that ride. You still would be able to use that as a uh, Genie Plus experience somewhere down the line. Um, it doesn't doesn't count it against you. So uh, I'm starting to. So what's your overall impression of it? I'm not sure yet. <laughs> because it was so slow. Yes, I really, I I liked it much better this time. Yes. and felt like it was much more worth the investment. Yep. Than last time. Yes. My question is, is it still that way when it's really busy? Yeah. Yeah. I know we've watched videos of people. I do think that the modifying piece has changed the landscape yep. from when we were there last year at a really busy time because modify was not an option. Right. And we were really just kind of stuck and stuff was just gone. Gone. And I don't know if they themselves have perfected the the art of how many spots they have open and yeah. how many um so let's talk about that. We were talking about how slow it was. And I think you were like, there's still virtual queues available for Tron. Yeah. Right? I mean, to, to your so point the of like... Morning, this, but we did encounter with Tron, the morning virtual queues got scooped up right away. Yeah, good the point. The 1 o'clock when it reopens yep. for a second time. Yeah, good point. Yep. The 1 o'clock virtual queue was where we found more of the availability and you could that was guardians too yeah we were were, there were still virtual queues available at five o'clock at night yes that you could still opt to join a yeah because i kept bumping tron like at dinner at five o'clock it was it was late and we were still bumping the virtual queue the free one yep we were still bumping that um, I think the virtual boarding groups, the last one I saw was 210. I don't know how much further they go than that. Oh, we, like group number Yeah, group number. Yeah, if, just in case people are trying to get as late as they can. Mm-hmm. The last boarding group I, we saw them boarding was 210. For Tron. For Tron. And we got on it. It was like 20 past 10. And the park closed at 11. So we were there. It was, yeah. We were there pretty late. Because it was after, happily ever yeah. after. And you, um, you wait in that virtual queue. Um, it's probably a half hour. We didn't time that one, but it's probably a half hour wait that you wait for that virtual. Yeah, I mean, Caleb and I went on People Mover and Buzz while you guys were in line and waiting to do Tron. And then we were waiting, I think we waited a few minutes, not too long, but we did wait a few minutes. Yeah, so it's not an instant on and off with those virtual queues. So just kind of keep that in mind. 
Um, I'm trying to think if there was anything else that I wanted to... Individual lightning lane. Well, okay, yep. So that, we, that we didn't really wait for. That was that was pretty quick. No, but we and but we had a different experience with that than, than last time. What do you mean? We had tried to get individual lightning lanes last April, and there were none. none we couldn't yep, get yep, on rides. Yep. We couldn't do anything. Um, but we didn't have any trouble getting the individual. We did it twice. We did one for did we no we didn't even do it for Tron did we? We just no. did virtual queue. So we yeah. um we did the individual. Yeah. for guardians yes and we decided to roll the dice on tron we were like mm, you know last night you could still get we, we missed the morning we missed the morning group but we were watching the day the couple of days beforehand and saying like hey these virtual queues there's still boarding groups available yep. pretty late in the, the afternoon. afternoon yeah so let's roll the dice and see if we can get one yeah 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 yep. um you know and we didn't we didn't end up paying for it for any of the other rides. No. We didn't need it for Rise of the Resistance. You know, just for perspective, for anyone that really understands wait times, yeah. we rode Rise of the Resistance twice in one day Yeah. without a virtual queue or a Lightning Lane or a Genie Plus or anything. Yeah. And never waited more than 20 minutes. No, 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 no. Not at all. Like, literally the first first ride on rise of the resistance it took us longer to walk through the queue yeah than it did to be on the actual ride yep yep um so that's how slow it was yeah that we were able to get on rise of the resistance not once twice in one day yeah yeah no no we 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 definitely we found a, a sweet little window of time to go um that's that's kind of interesting um but yeah, so so your overall impression is it's a little more worth it, but your the jury is still out for you because it you is. want to see it during a busier time. It is, and I just don't know that I'm willing to pay the amount of money that they're going to charge right at during the really yeah. busy time. Yeah. We paid twenty two dollars per person per day yep. for our Genie Plus. I'm not. I don't think I'm willing to pay $35 a person, but I don't know. I mean, ask me at Christmas yeah. when, when the spirit moves me in a different way, yeah. when I'm there and I'm looking at the wait times going, oh my God, I don't want to wait yeah. in any of yeah. these lines. Yeah, I may change my mind, but it is something that you definitely have to budget for. All right, so let's talk about this because it ties into Genie Plus. They've had some recent announcements one of them tied to Genie Plus. Um, uh, not a lot of detail, but they made an announcement that they're looking at Genie Plus. Yes. So I don't remember an announcement about the modifying thing. No, I don't either. But I think they've heard me telling them that it's broken. It's, it's all because of you. Yeah, for sure. that's what I figured sure. it was. Um, and so they're continuing to look at genie plus but we don't know exactly what it is no so this past week they made some pretty significant announcements and you know we've got to thank bob Iger for really hearing the complaints yeah hearing the concern of the guests and they're doing lots of things they're bringing back dining plans they're getting rid of park reservations all of this coming after january 9th 2024 so once we wrap Yep. The holiday season. Um, but one of the 
they had kind of a, a, a list of five updates coming in 2024 to make your visit easier. And number five said, plan ahead with Disney Genie Plus service. And their wording says, we are working on ways to help guests plan with um, Disney Genie Plus service and individual Lightning Lane selections before their visit so they can spend more time with friends and family in the park. You know, it, it leaves a lot of room for interpretation. Right. I interpret that to mean there's potential that we're not doing this all at 7 a.m. morning of. Right. Um, and that we're not going to be so stuck to swipe and modify. Spending swipe and 10 modify. minutes on your phone. Yeah. Right? Like, we talk all the time. People are like, I don't understand how you go when you wait in those lines. And we talk about, like, yeah, but we have conversations in those lines as family mm-hmm. that you don't get to have somewhere else or that time on the bus. But right now, like we said, you're on your phone trying to modify your, your, yeah. your schedule. And so you're not having those conversations and you're mm-hmm. not spending that family time together and you're not having those moments. So I think that's they're hearing that complaint that mm-hmm. I'm constantly on my phone. Um, and yes, being able to make those reservations ahead of time would clear up some of that. Yeah. Um, so I think. Those are those are some pretty big announcements. We'll we'll keep everybody posted as the information comes up. Um, I would say my I, I'm I'm probably more optimistic about Genie Plus than you. I think there are still further ways in which you can utilize it differently than other people are utilizing it. So I want to figure that piece out. Um, so I'm interested at least. For me, it's a catch-22. Like, I kind of want to use it at Magic, but it's cheating at Magic because there's so many different things that you can get a Genie Plus for at Magic. Where I feel like the real test would be Hollywood Studios. Is everything sold out at Hollywood Studios? And did I completely waste $35 a day times four mm-hmm. on this experience, which would just completely piss me off? I feel like we will probably for research purposes do the same thing yeah. at Christmas. Yeah. We will do Genie Plus for Magic and for Hollywood. We should Studios. do it just as consistency, just as just, an experiment right. to keep it right. Yeah. And then, you know, depend we haven't looked that far ahead yet, but I really do, you know, I think there's potential for us doing some time at Animal Kingdom and getting like individual lightning lane to get everybody on Pandora. Yeah. Um, because that is something that we've never done we've never done yeah yeah um yeah. done every other big ride there but haven't done that one yeah so i think that that's that's where my um take on it is is definitely way better than it was last year yes way better than it was last year i wouldn't steer people completely away from it like we did during last year's right experience um i would say definitely utilize the modify if you're not modifying your reservations then you're wasting your money yes so you gotta gotta figure out that trick right if you are not willing to put in the time yeah to to do the work then it's probably not for you yeah yeah so uh, that that would be that's kind of where i sit with it anything else we should talk about for genie plus no i think we we've talked about all of the stuff we experienced this last trip for sure yeah um, so we got other episodes coming out pretty soon. I don't remember what I have lined up, but we've had stuff lined up. Uh, as always, you can see me live. You can check my dates, coreygcomedy.com. If you want to email us questions, 
you can email us at questions at questions with an S at readysetdisney.com. Um, uh, reach out to us. We'll be happy to answer any questions. I was just looking. Our How Long You Should Wait in Line episode is still the most listened to episode on our podcast. So ride wait times is a big thing for people. Ride it wait is. times in Genie Plus. You, you, you utilize so much. There's, you spend so much time on your vacation on those things that I'm not surprised. Um, so it's nice that uh, we kind of hit a nerve with that episode. People are really interested in it. Um, so we'll continue to give you information that you can use on your trip. In the meantime, travel safe. We'll talk to you soon.